0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast you have come to know and love for the intelligent sportsman. Cole Sport! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called sports on another level. And on this podcast, we've got some headlines we're going to hit you with having. We also, of course, are going to award the dolt of the week. And we're going to put another taboo subject. This one a little more controversial under further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Oklahoma City. The Oklahoma City Thunder is unraveling right before our very eyes. Since the unfortunate passing look looks like of Coach Monty Williams' wife, Ingrid, the Thunder seem to have the penchant for having a really nasty nosedive. On their West, West Coast swing, of course, they hung with but couldn't hang with for 48 minutes the Golden State Warriors but the night before they had a comfortable double digit lead in Staples Center's against the Staples Center against the Clippers and they blow it now tensions have gotten so to the point where allegedly it was reported that The point guard, Russell Westbrook, balled up his fist and leaned on head coach Billy Donovan. You see, all of this mess is happening, and you all are going to see number 35. Wave a goodbye. Leave Oklahoma City. Go out to the West Coast. Spend time in the Yay area. And he'll be dropping twenty-five on all of you fools come October for the blue and gold. You ain't gonna like it. I don't like it. But you all are you all are putting forth effort to push him out of your team. (sighs) Hate to see it. DATELINE San Francisco. (laughs) Newly minted Hall of Famer Marvin Harrison. <laughs> he, as they say, or he, as they say, is fresh out of giving you know what. Because he doesn't care that Terrell Owens feels disrespected that he didn't get into the Hall of Fame this year. Why do I say that? Because I quote, the person who was supposed to get in, got in. And that was me. If he didn't get in, That's his problem. He can talk all that other bull like he's been doing. That's on him. But I'm in. My jacket is gold. I look in the rear view for nobody. Close quote. So (laughs) he went onward to throw more salt. (laughs) I, I I just find it funny. He goes on to throw more salt in the, in the wound by saying, "Quote, so he can get his in whenever he gets in. If he gets in, if he doesn't get in, too bad. The with him." Close quote. I I, I think the saltiness comes from the fact that post retirement. You hear talk about Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. You hear endless talk about them in terms of guys that impacted the game from the wide receiver position. But ever since the gun stuff started to appear in, in Marvin's life post-football, You really have not heard one thing out of him or one thing about him. So I I think I get the salt there. And besides, this is his third time to try to get into the hall versus the first time for Owens. So I sort of get the shade. But I will say this on the other end. Come on, Marvin. You got to show more class than that. You can't allow a person who is media savvy affect you like that. You got your jacket. You said it. Your jacket is gold. But let your character be gold too, man. Not brown. For (laughs) Dateline San Antonio. Head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich, shames rich people who aren't fighting inequality. In a charity dinner early this week, he said, and I quote, everybody knows there's disparity, but it's almost an embarrassing situation. If you're doing well, you should be embarrassed if you're doing nothing to try to ease that gap. Whether it's spending time with organizations, giving money, or both. It's a responsibility that cannot be denied. If you deny it, shame on you. Now, Do you wonder why this man is my favorite head coach in NBA today? It is stuff like that. And I like some head coaches. I like a lot of head coaches that are in the NBA. There isn't one I like more than him because the heart that this man has and the heart that this man continuously shows is why I love him. And the fact that you got these wonderful guys that he's in charge of give that maximum effort every single time every single year no matter if it's October or June it just goes to show the quality of man who leads them and he has a heart to give it doesn't get better than that pop you my man and keep holding those those reporters to two questions because whenever, whenever I see uh, N- N- NBA on on TV, that's one of my highlights. And of course, this too, also is one of my highlights. Thank you, sir, for understanding that there is a disparity which needs to stop. On the other side of this break, we're going to put a controversial subject under further review. But immediately following this break, we're going to award the DOLT of the Week. I look forward to it. Be right back. War. Attention, all cold sports MVP. Attention, all cold sports MVP. This message is directed toward you. Ladies, gents, why your goat ain't mine is Flying off of those shelves. Well, it's flying off of those virtual shelves, if you know what I mean. What is why your goat ain't mine? Well, it's my new ebook. Especially and specifically target for my Cole Sports MVPs. And where do you find it? On Amazon? No. On eBay? No. Barnes & Noble? No. You don't find it anywhere there. You find it on ColeJohnsonOnline.com. That's right, ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Yeah, just go there, ColeJohnsonOnline.com, then click the Work With Me tab, and then get in the game colejohnsononline.com. Work with me, Tab. Get in the game. It's that simple, it's that fast, and it's that easy. It is yours. Today, right now. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Go get it. Right now. You're listening to Cole Sports on another level It's that time once again. Yes, it's that time. It's the time to once again award the man or woman who is suited for DOLT of the Week. (laughs) Oh, my. I love this trophy. DOLT of the Week. Sponsored by nobody. (laughs) But you know I'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. And this week's winner of Dolt of the Week is none other than the Dallas Cowboys general manager. I, I'm sorry. None other than the Dallas Cowboys real head coach. I, oh, so sorry. I mean, none other than the Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. Now, why is he winning this award? <laughs> it is for this comment right here that uh NFL media analyst Gil Brandt wrote quote Jerry told me recently that he will unequivocally not take a quarterback at number four where the Cowboys draft this year I believe him it makes sense if you think Romo will make a full recovery from offseason surgery will be your starter for at least three more years and your team has a window of opportunity that will remain open by filling more glaring needs with the top pick in the draft. Close quote. Okay. This this was spoken to Gil from the position of a man who has not done his inventory well enough. The glaring holes on that team lie on the defensive end. They may need a running back. Yeah. They also may need a pass rusher if they are not going to keep Greg Hardy. And that's another reason why Jerry is getting the dole of the week this week. Because how can you in one week say the end of the road for Greg Hardy is here? And then the next week you have one of your lieutenants or captains in your case say, well, you know, since he actually is a player and he actually can contribute, we are not going to release him just yet. Make up your mind. Either you want that cancer on your team or you don't. The only needs that you really have that are glaring to me are secondary and linebacker depth. Those are your glaring needs and you can feel that. But unfortunately, your biggest glaring need is to find and secure a replacement for Tony Romo. Have you forgotten that this guy in eight weeks, oh, I'm sorry, in seven weeks is going to be, t- t- have you forgotten that this guy in what, seven weeks is going to be 36? I didn't say 26, I said 36. And did you forget too that he is coming off of a year where he got injured the second week of the year and they got re-injured two months later? Behind what you all said is the best offensive line in the NFL today. Get it through your thick skulls, Cowboys fan. Get it through your thick skulls. Even more importantly, Cowboys front office. Your quote elite unquote quarterback is old and fragile. This is what you get for thinking that you can throw the ball 600 times with him. Institute a running game. Don't be shy about it. Institute a running game. Run with the ball. You have, a, you have an offensive line that is supposed to be maulers. Use them that way. And I guarantee you, you will protect Romo a whole lot better doing it that way than to have him drop back and throw for 600 times in a year, like you have done once or twice in in his career. The time for him to throw that many times is over. The time for him to run an offense that is balanced is now. And you have proof as to what it looks like when you have a balanced offense. 2014, you threw the ball 423 times, you ran it, what, 490? That's how your offense is supposed to look, and what was the record? Oh, it was 12-4. and four. Look, Jerry, you're going to have to address this issue sooner rather than later. You can't think. And you can't assume and you can't put in the bank that Romo is going to give you three healthy years at high-level quarterbacking. You can't put your hopes on that. Or should I actually have you look at what it might look like in three years? Why don't you look at how, how uh, Peyton Manning looked? Because this past year he was 39. Better yet, why don't you rewind as to how he looked toward the tail end of 2014? He was 38 then. He was lighting up the league earlier that year, and then he was throwing ducks. You can't assume that Romo is going to be healthy, upright, and walking. What you have to assume is that you need to have someone to replace him. And if you keep going this road, your next quarterback will be of the quality of Quincy Carter. Be at home with that. Wrap your brain around it. Love it. That, who's go- that is who is going to quarterback, quote, the America's team, unquote. America's team actually is the Patriots but that is is going—that is who's going to quarterback the Cowboys it's going to be someone of a Quincy Carter character uh, and Quincy Carter caliber oh and another quote that sort of made me laugh so Jerry says and I quote we're looking for the transition from Favre to Rodgers close quote Uh, here's the problem with that that comparison Jerry Farf won a Super Bowl and the next year went to another one Uh, correct me if I'm wrong when did Tony Romo as a player attend the Super Bowl I'll ask another question When, as a player, has Tony Romo suited up for the NFC Championship game? So you cannot make that comparison. I actually said it would probably be better if you would have him be sort of like a Bledsoe to Brady. But at least Bledsoe went to a Super Bowl before he handed off the reins to Brady. Jerry, you can't always look for the limelight. You have to make sound football decisions. And for right now, this is not a sound one. <laughs> but then again, you did sign Greg Hardy off of free agency. And you did draft Randy Gregory, who is going to be suspended this year because the dude still blazes of trees so for the decision making that is absolutely off the wall bonkers the most gregarious owner of the nfl is this week's dote of the week winner On the other side of this break, we're going to put a controversial subject upon further review. I think you'll love this. I think you'll gain something from this. Right back at you. Don't forget, my cold sports MVPs, Why Your Goat Ain't Mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is right now available for you and exclusively for you. All you got to do is go to coldjohnsononline.com, click the Work With Me tab, and get in the game. That simple. coldjohnsononline.com, Work With Me tab, get in the game. This is my gift from me to you. Thank you for being so dedicated to this broadcast, this podcast, and this product. I love you. From the bottom of my heart, this gift is yours. Go get it. Why your go ain't mine. Five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. so I'm going to put an issue and a topic that I've been actually wanting to talk about for a good while upon further review and it's one that that touched my heart and touched uh, the hearts of of a lot of women actually and it's about time I address it because I have a lot of things to say about it but for this episode I'm going to put this following subject. Controversial as it may be, upon further review. The man known as the, quote, controversy vampire, unquote. Stephen A. Smith, and I can't take credit for Controversy Vampire, one of my MVPs passed that along to me about that one, is at it once again. So early this week, so early this week, Stephen A. Smith, who's one third of the popular ESPN talk show, and I really do call it a talk show. You can call it a sports show, but it's a talk show. Called First Take, was invited to speak at the University of South Alabama near Mobile. And uh, WKRG reported on this this story. He was scheduled to take part in a program that was part of the university's Black History Month uh, uh, program. And so, Smith decided he wanted to address the youth, especially the young black youth. And he said, and I quote, Racism doesn't exist. Obviously, I'm lying. Of course it exists. But not for you. See, you don't have to go to the back of the bus. You're not denied the opportunity to eat at restaurants or to enter nightclubs or to patronize businesses. You have the right to vote. You're not being lynched. You're not being hung. You're not going through the trials and tribulations your ancestors, recent and far beyond recent, endured so you can sit here today. You're older. You you know I'm not talking about you. But youngsters, nobody's trying to hear that. You need to understand that white folks got problems, too. Some of them can't pay their bills. Some of them are struggling. Some of them are being denied opportunities. And you need to understand that because when people are going through their own problems, they are not going to lament what your trials and tribulations are. That applies to to them too in their world. So if they're going through that, how can they possibly be sensitive to your trials and tribulations? That doesn't mean that you don't go through it from time to time. It doesn't mean that you don't have those experiences. It means that we will not allow you to use it as an excuse. Close quote. My take on it is very basic and simple. Stephanie has really good points. Unfortunately, it is incomplete. Now I get that we can't use racism as a crutch any longer. We can't go. We can't go the route of the. The the man's holding us down and the white man is oppressing us. We can't get anywhere. It's hard to say when we're looking now at an eighth year of a black president in D.C. Hard to say that, right? Hard to say that when you have black men and women mayors in different areas of the country and black men and women mayors that have already helmed different cities all around the country some small some big so yeah i, I do get the excuse of well the white man's holding us down falls flat and i believe that is what stephen a was trying to say but here's where the problem lies And it's exactly what what my man Jeremiah, my, my MVP Jeremiah said. You cannot motivate and chop knees of the youth at the same time. You can't do that. Stephen A.'s message was good, but it was incomplete. And I think I'll also add, it also was a bit insulting, along with being incomplete. And that is where he failed in getting across his message. He could have easily said this. Your ancestors fought a really hard struggle to get you to where you are today. Here we are in 2016, and you have opportunities even I didn't have at your age. However, you all endure your own complex issues that we don't face. Now, what are those complex issues that I'm talking about that we don't face? Well, think of it this way. Now, last month, I talked about the Black Panther Party, and it is now well documented that the FBI did everything possible to undermine the organization. It was supposed to be hush-hush. It was supposed to be on the DL. It was supposed not to get out there. It was actually a directive of one J. Edgar Hoover. Do not tell people of this directive. This is 50 years ago. So the wickedness we could see, I mean, it's very difficult to not see it when you have churches being bombed, firebombed, and people being hung on trees with burning crosses on their lawns and people being hosed or if not hosed, having dolls sicked on them. I mean, you knew there was, there was hatred. You knew there was evil. But you weren't quite aware of how insidious and how deep it ran and how high it ran. Now we do. We are a year and a half away or a year and a half removed from a young man who was shot in the middle of the street in a St. Louis suburb. His blood leaked out of his head. We're just under a year and a half removed from not quite as young, but I still consider him a young man who was charged with Selling illegal cigarettes, having a whole horde of people saying that he wasn't guilty of that charge, and having this unarmed man being choked to death. And you have a citizen. We're two years removed from this. We have a citizen who struggled with, shot, and killed a then 17-year-old boy. Because he looked suspicious, he wasn't armed. And the murderers for all of those men are free to day. You can't tell the youth. You cannot tell them there a racism for them. You can't tell them that when you can turn on the news and you see the BS that is going on now. You can't be that disingenuous. You can't be that blind. And you can't be that dunce. You can't be that dense and not seeing that there is an issue that still places this country today. That there are people who wear uniforms, there are people who wear uniforms that are blue, uniforms that are suits, uniforms that are white, sheeted from head to toe, that still carry out wanting to kill those who do not look like them. That still exists today, right now. I'm not making this up. And it's not just, it's not relegated to our boys. I mean, last year we had to deal with Baltimore being looted, all the smithereens for two or three days at a time, because the police beat to, to death a man. And, if, and it's not just our boys, it's our girls. Stephen A., the reason why you're not winning the Dolt of the Week for this week is because part of your statement could win you Dolt of the Year. But the reason why it's not that worthy of that award is because you, my friend. We're onto something. You were speaking about a subject that is very true. There are those in our community that do hang on to the fact that I'm black, I'm disadvantaged, I'm poor, I ain't gonna get anywhere because of someone who ain't me. Yes, there is that culture still lingering there, no question. But our boys still getting their wig split. Our boys are still dying because they're playing their music too loud. Our boys are dying because they have the nerve to wear a hoodie. Our boys are dying because they look six foot four, 300 pounds, and he's a hulk of a man. And he's just 18. Don't spit on the youth in saying that they don't deal with any type of issues that make them worry if their lives aren't in danger like we thought when we were younger. They may not have to deal with hoses. They may not have to deal with dogs. They may, they may not have to deal with with white only bathrooms and black only bathrooms, white only sinks and black only sinks, white only faucets and fountains and black only fountains and faucets. They may not have to deal with that. But they deal with a threat they don't see coming if you like this podcast or anyone preceding this one why don't you follow me on twitter at cole underscore sports that's sports with a z you can also follow me on facebook that's cole sports again sports with a z You can also follow me on YouTube, and if you're looking at me on YouTube right now, click the description tab below, and you can click on any of those links that I just mentioned. Then like, subscribe, share, but most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is... GO no